When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome everyone to the Take It Home Podcast. I'm your host, John LaRocca. And on today's episode, I'm going to talk about NXT because it's still in my mind after what the episode I watched on Tuesday. Um, I was so impressed. It got it gave me feels of NXT black and gold times. And I've been watching NXT since uh, I think Heat Wave. I would that's the first show I watched. And I've been enjoying what I've been seeing, um, you can kind of tell like they're slowly moving away from the wackiness that NXT 2.0 became under the creative or their, well, yes, the creative of John Laurinaitis and um, what passing on what Vince McMahon wanted. They want characters and then. NXT 2.0 was uh, kind of a, a bit of a joke of they're just trying to do the new era or whatever that that time um, when there was all the occupational gimmicks in the WWF. And then in NXT 2.0, here come all these wacky gimmicks. And it just, you know, Garrett and I, we were still covering it on the Fight Game podcast for the Wrestling Observer. But man, each quickly it just got really honestly unwatchable so for both of our sanity we decided to stop watching nxt or at least covering it for the uh the podcast and i honestly i thought maybe i might still watch it because there was some people that i did like on the show but i just couldn't really get through it. I think I only checked in for that uh, TakeOver special, which is t- took place, I believe, what, uh, the afternoon of Rest- the second night of WrestleMania, I believe it was. I watched that show, but, I mean, I wasn't sitting there watching the, the television. And so I just kind of, like, took a break from it. And then when all the stuff of this man went down, he retired, and... Triple H took over creative. I was like, hmm, maybe I should kind of check in on NXT to see if there's been any improvement on that show. And I really enjoyed NXT um, before the 2.0 stuff. I thought it was just a very solid, logical pro wrestling show. I'm sure there'd be some, some goofiness here and there, but it wasn't... There might be one segment, maybe two. But most of all, it was a pretty good wrestling show. He had good matches with good talent. Um, it was exciting to watch. The only negative about NXT was not nothing to do with the NXT itself. It's just what would happen to the talent when they moved up to the main roster. And then when Vince McMahon gets the hold of them and then 
Kevin Dunn has his opinion on him, and then like the talent ends up getting pushed down, and or not, you know, even though NXT would get these talents hot, once they get the main roster, it's like, uh, we got they got to prove themselves again, and they just kind of cool them down, or don't even use them at all sometimes, and that was always frustrating for as a viewer for NXT, and I think a lot of fans you know, started losing, you know, they enjoyed it, but then at the same time, they're like, why should I get invested in this, in this, in this rest, you know, this, this man or this woman, because when she goes, he or she goes up to the main roster, they're not going to do anything with him. So it's like, wait, why? So it's almost like a waste of their time to even watch NXT. And I really think, think that really hurt NXT when it was head to head with uh, AEW. I think if it was, if WWE main roster, Vince McMahon and, Kevin Dunn in the world. It's like if they actually would take what Triple H would, you know, create these stars for them, get to have them ready for a gimmick or a certain character ready for the main roster. And they went, took the ball with those guys and continue their, continue to push them well on the main, on the main roster. I, I think people would be, you know, have a lot more faith in NXT, but that was always a, you know, a struggle. And, but I, as a, if I just, sometimes, honestly, I was like just watching XT. I wasn't even really caring about the main roster. I just said, okay, you know, it's just going to be, I'm just going to live this. When it comes to WWE content, I'm going to live this world of NXT. It's just good rest. Like I said, good wrestling, um, simple storylines, easy to follow, um, good characters overall. So it was a, 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 a really good show. And then everything came crashing down with, Triple H being taken out of creative at NXT and replaced, like I said, by John Laurinaitis. And then you started seeing all these, these wackiness. And you started seeing, like, there's, they started releasing a lot of talent. And they started using a lot of the green talent. And it was just, you know, it just came hard to watch. So, like I said, the last few weeks, I've been like, man, it's feeling like the old NXT. So it's got me really excited. So I definitely want to talk about um, NXT on this episode and talk about what I see that's going on in the future, what I like what they're doing now, what I see it's going to be. I think we're in for a, a, a big revival for the NXT brand in uh, 2020, the rest of 2022 and uh, into 2023. And I'm going to get into that. But before I get into that, all those details on the NXT, I want to talk about our Patreon, Fight Game Media Plus. It's $5 a month. We have a lot of great content on there. Garrett Gonzalez and myself are doing Raw 1998 reviews. It's been fun to kind of go back and watch all these old Raws. And uh, we just watched a Raw, WWF Raw Saturday, which I never even saw because at the time my, my sister was getting married. And I definitely missed that show. And it was like a throwaway show. It's, but it was still very fascinating to watch. So Gary and I break all that down. We usually, in last week's episode, we even talked about a little bit of the AEW drama. I'm not going to talk about AEW drama here. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of hearing about it. Um, you know, everyone's talked about the AEW drama to death. So we're not going to talk about that here. But if you want to hear my thoughts on it, you can, if you sign up for the Patreon, look at the last, the last episode of 1998 Raw and and I give my opinions on CM Punk and the Bucks and Omega and all that, the melee in the uh, in the locker room um, after the uh, now now infamous uh, uh, post show scrum media scrum with uh, CM Punk and it's just just fascinating, a fascinating watch and uh, it's, it's it's some of the stuff just just cracks me up what he was saying and and. Uh, in Tony Khan's reaction, he's like, you, the audio is great, but you have to literally watch the video of it because it's just, it's just Tony Khan sitting there, like not knowing what to do. And this, his top star is just basically bearing the management <laughs> of the AEW. It's it, it just, just classic stuff. But, um, you know, we have MMA, we have boxing covered. We have impact wrestling covered. We have Joshi wrestling covered. We have it all WWF cover WWE Scooby coverage with, uh, the great show, uh, the rap with uh, Keela Cash and Salty Scott. Um, it's a lot of fun. We have, a, we have a Dynamite show on Wednesday with Jeff Hawkins and Paul Fontaine. Um, I love their review of Dynamite. Sometimes I don't agree with 100%, when that, and that's cool. I love hearing their, their, 
their opinions on stuff and and uh it's just it's just a lot of fun like we, we i mean we have a ton of content so it's bonus shows specials with dave Meltzer. i mean for five dollars a month you're getting tons of content it's a it's a great deal and you know just stay on that 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 budget for starbucks for the month you just you know sacrifice one less coffee for the month and you can get fight game media plus i think you're gonna enjoy it so give us a shot five dollars a month and I think you're really gonna. I think you're really gonna love it. So, all right, let's talk about NXT 2.0. I don't even like calling it 2.0. I just don't like calling it 2.0. I hate that name. Um, but like I said, I've been checking in for the last few weeks, and the influx of the NXT UK talent has been a tremendous improvement on the show because the UK talent is there's just they're top-notch workers they're professionals and they're just high quality talent and they're showing up and now they're being featured and the match quality is going up so this is what i am saying like i think it's gonna get start getting back to the old nxt and you know the green talents now instead of being just thrusted like right in the spotlight on national television, it's going to go back to the old formula where the green talent's going to be slowly cycled in and used correctly. Um, you know, like if I remember, like when Baron Corbin just showed up, he did a couple things here and there, um, and then they started featuring him, and then he started getting bigger matches, and eventually got called up, and then he's been doing great on on the main roster, in my opinion. I think he's very entertaining. A lot of people don't, and a lot of people like don't like him for some weird reason because I think he's a a good character. He does he he under you know on television. He's a also I think also he's a a good wrestler. He's definitely greatly improved. Uh, so with the NXT UK talent now here, um, Nathan Frazier, Gallus. Um, even though I did not like them losing on last week's episode, but I, I you know, it's fine. They're going to be fine. I think they're eventually going to be NXT tag team champions sooner than later. Uh, we have pretty deadly there, uh, who they're, who are now the, uh, unified, I guess, tag team champions. Uh, they're such a great team. I love those guys. The yes boy and all, they're just, they're stars, you know, they're stars, the whole, the whole, their whole deal, um, the whole presentation of them, I, 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 I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I like last legend with them. Uh, I don't know how if that really works. It doesn't seem like they have a natural connection together out there, but we'll see if if that improves. Um, uh, Axiom, which is the former A Kid. Um, at first, I'm like, why did just you know? I granted, A Kid is not like a, a marketable name. Like he, yeah, I, I, I never really even liked that name. I thought maybe they can give him a different name and he could still be him. But I watched Axiom versus Nathan Frazier from this past week's episode. It's a best it's gonna be a best two uh, best of three series between those two. And they had a, just an amazing match. If you like technical wrestling, uh, high flying, uh reversals and all fun technical, you know, wrestling you know, grappling, I, you're really this is like a great match to watch. And I started watching Axiom and Akin this gimmick, the mask, and it really works. He almost like stands out like a tiger mask in a way, like just how unique he moves. Cause he's always had that unique movie. He's such a great athlete. Um, and I, I wish he didn't have a mask because it does cover his, uh, his great facial expressions. And, you know, he's a very, uh, believable guy when he sells but i thought he did well with the body language the mask and i i can see like i don't know if axiom's gonna be like main eventing wrestlemania or even a even a main event any pay-per-view in WWE. but i think he's a good guy in the main in the middle of the card uh with the mask for you know the kids to you know get excited about and and you know ray mysterio's not gonna be around forever and i think i think Axiom can fill that void. I really do. Because he's super talented. And another guy, too, Nathan Frazier. 
another a guy that young kids could really get behind. I mean, he's exciting. I think he's one of the best high flyers in wrestling today. Like, um, you know, everyone like just goes in all or Ray Phoenix AEW, and he's amazing. Like when he does his acrobats, it's but it's like when he jumps and leaps, it's 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 a performance. You know, it's like a circus to it's it's a, it's a circus, right? It's like whoa, wow, look at that, look at the, look at that, look at that trick he did. But Nathan Frazier, when he dives, he attacks. So he so the dive doesn't look like it doesn't doesn't take out of the match when it's like oh the guy's just waiting for the guy to you know to catch on the bottom. Like he's just sitting there, to, the guy on the bottom's waiting to catch him. That's all it looks like. No, Nathan Frazier, like Darby Allen, they both attack with their dive outs. And to me, that's exciting. When they when he starts getting going, he's going to do a tope or whatever he's going to do over the top rope. It's exciting. And I can see a lot of young kids really getting behind Nathan Frazier. Um, he's just, he's, just, he's super excited. I loved his uh, work in NXT UK. Um, they really, you know, I can, you just tell Shawn Michaels is high on this kid. Um what he, what he did in NXT UK, all the matches he they put him with. They had him versus Walter in his Walter's last match in uh, NXT UK before he moved on to the main roster. And, you know, Nathan Frazier's been hitting home runs, in my opinion. Uh, and again, another guy to add quality to the NXT shows. Same thing with Axion, adding quality to the NXT shows. Gallus, adding quality. Pretty Deadly, adding quality. Tyler Bate, who, in my opinion, is one of the best wrestlers in the world. He adds so much. I loved that match with Braun Breaker on the premium live event special. Um, It was just a really beautiful match. And, of course, I loved it even more because I watched my oldest daughter, Chloe, and she was into it. It was just a lot of fun. So that, even though Walter and Sheamus was probably the best match of the weekend, just because it was such a special moment with my daughter, watching her, that's, that's why I chose Braun Breaker and uh, Tyler Bate as my favorite match. Tyler Bate's just, you know, it took me a while to get into Tyler Bate, honestly. Like, when he won the title at the, the first ever, like, the first ever UK championship, that tournament, I wasn't really into him at first. I was like, I can't get his haircut and the mustache. I mean, I liked his wrestling, but the look I wasn't into, but slowly, slowly I, I got really to see what, what this kid was all about. Right. And my favorite NXT match, NXT UK matches of all time. And probably if, if you're talking about brands of NXT and NXT UK top match. And one of my top favorite matches is Tyler Bate versus Walter. And that classic they had in uh, 2019, one of the just, if you want to see some beautiful pro wrestling, watch that match. And I dug the main event this uh, this past Tuesday. It was Tyler Bate teaming up with the NXT champion Braun Breaker. And they faced Gallus. Uh, they faced Mark Coffey and Joe Coffey. And it was really good. Um, it wasn't a long match. It was a nice TV match. You know, they're not giving everything away right now. Gallus, like I said, took the took the L. And Bate got a win, which is a nice thing for him because he just lost the belt. So there's no need for Braun Breaker to get the pin here. Give you get Tyler Bate a win here. And he's, you know, he's he's back up and up back up and winning and on, on the way up. And and I kinda like that uh team of uh Tyler Bate and Braun Breaker, or that friendship, you know. So I, 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 will, I hope they kind of keep that going for a good while. And I hope we kind of go see that match again, Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate too, because it was really, really good. And he, it was so good that I thought, like, man, they did a lot. It was an exciting match, but I felt like they could have done more. Like, um, you know, I don't want to end it with just this one match. So I hope they come back to it, and I think they will um, if, you know, and hopefully they'll, they'll do it before Braun Breaker goes up to the main roster, which I just feel like it's going to happen soon. You know, I, I, won't, I would not be surprised if you see Braun Breaker in the the Royal Rumble. I mean, he's not probably wouldn't win it, but like I'm sure he'll be featured and protected, and and uh, hope they can be really creative with his elimination to where it's you know maybe some heel from the outside pulls him out or just something cool like that. Maybe something that plays into 
NXT, you know, show uh, NXT heel like a Grayson Waller could show up and <laughs> cause chaos in the in the Rumble, and people were like, "What the hell's all that about?" Man, I gotta check out the Tuesday show and uh, see what's going on. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out of market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Speaking of Grayson Waller, freaking love that guy, dude. Like he is so entertaining, a natural. He's such a natural television character, and he's a a fun worker to watch. I like his. I like he's just so charismatic. He always puts some charisma on everything he does. I love the little crossover elbow, um, the running in the ring stunners. It's a cool move. It's sometimes it's kind of funny because he gets out, runs. I don't know, but. But just the way he carries himself on those promos, and uh, you could tell like it's scripted, but he's so natural, and he's a, he plays such an, a, a cocky prick, you know, and he's easy to hate. And a lot of people call him like a poor man's Miz. I, you know, I think he's just, I think he's he's not a poor man's Miz. I think he's just he's he just Grayson Waller. Um, so. I don't think there's no need to rush him to the main roster. I think he's a lot more improvement inside the ring. Um, Carmelo Hayes. I mean, when he first showed up in NXT, I'm like, I don't know. He seems like he'd be okay. But he really found something in this, uh, in his heel character. And he's just been, he's been, he's, you can tell how how comfortable he is. And Trick Williams is second. (laughs) You know, he's very green, but, like, this twosome just works together. You know, it's just tr- the trick. Williams, the hype man, to Carmelo Hayes. Uh, if you guys not see the uh, uh, the special, uh, Carmelo Hayes wrestled Ricochet. A lot of people love that match. Action-packed, a lot of crazy stuff. But just watch that entrance that Carmelo Hayes has where all the jerseys are falling down. Well, on the, on the screen, they're not they not real jerseys, but on the big screen, they're just like, jerseys falling down of all the people that he's beaten and then after he beats like rick you know ricochet and the the, like it was like a major league entrance it was star making entrance so i would just never break these guys up carmelo hayes and trick williams just never ever break these guys trick trick Williams has a lot of ways to go um he wrestled Ricochet on this past week's episode, and that was probably one of the weaker matches on the show. And to me, it just Ricochet is just trying to do all his choreographed flippity do and, and spots with Trick, but you kind of got to slow it down with Trick because he's he's green and he can't he can't you know it's not he's not in the, he's you know Nathan Frazier can do all those wild things with you know crazy reversal spots, blah, blah, you know, the high, high paced stuff. But with Trick Williams, you got to slow it down. <coughs> but as a hype man, as a second, he's fucking entertaining. And I, I, I really enjoy him. So don't ever, and there's no need that they take these guys away from each other. If they, they do, I think Trick Williams adds a lot to the Carmelo Hayes act. And Carmelo Hayes without him would be good. But I think just, but with Trick Williams, it just adds to that main, main event presentation and, you know, like, hey, fucking Virgil didn't wrestle for a very long time in WF or, you know, here and there for a very long time. The billionaire man, I mean, with Virgil just works. Same thing here with, with Trick Williams to Carmel with Carmela Hayes. It just works. Uh, Braun Breaker, I mean, we talk about him multiple times on the Fight Game podcast and stuff. He's just a phenom. He's just, he just, just one of those guys that has it. 
and he's looking more comfortable out there um and definitely becomes the he's the face of this brand <coughs> excuse me and i you know like i said he's not gonna be around forever in uh nxt but while he's here i think they're doing a good job they're putting him in good matches good people to work with i like the match he had with jd mcdonough the former Je- jordan devlin um and they're still doing stuff with them which i like you know Jordan Devlin or J- I kind of I used to call him JD McDonough. Um, he's so good, so good. Um, and I, he's another one that I never took me a while to get can it get into from uh, NXT UK. Like I just didn't. You know, I thought he was yeah, you know, he's fine in the middle. But wow, last few years he's looked like main event talent. So uh, you could tell another guy that that Shawn Michaels just loves. And again, like. Adding these NXT UK talent to the main show, it's going to force them to push the green talent out. And that's okay. There's another show called Level Up, which is on the network. And that's a good show for these green talent to kind of work on things. And, of course, now they're doing back to the Coca-Cola Loops in Florida. Those are where they're really going to get the much-needed experience, work in front of a live crowd see what works, what doesn't work. Um, so I that's going to be beneficial for them. And I'm glad they started the, you know, because with all the COVID stuff, kind of definitely less and less. Um, they're doing these live shows again, and it's just good for the, all this young talent. Um, but yeah, another exciting part about NXT is, is the women's division. They have a lot of great talent. And I'm just like, I was thinking about like, man, this, this is a potential... To be a division that's going to be on fire in 2023, they got a lot of talent, <coughs> a lot of athletes. Um, the Tiffany Stratton's of the world, the Ivy Niles of the world, um, Tayton Paxley's, like their Sol Ruka, <laughs> all these athletes that they signed, and they're just they do amazing things. I just saw I saw Sol Ruka's vignette on last. On this past week's episode, and I was like, "Who's that?" So I, I was doing some research, and I looked up. I saw she had a couple matches on Level Up. And I saw I got on Peacock and went on Level Up, and I saw a match of hers, and you can see what they're. I mean, she looks like a million bucks. She has this freakish athletic ability. Um, her promos need a lot of work. Her promo on this episode I watched of Level Up, I think it was from August 18th, is the the date of it. Um, it was just very wooden um and but you know i kind of wish like on level up like give them bullet points let them just kind of find their voice and find their style and then if the ones that need it you give them a little bit more detailed scripts to to memorize but like maybe you know let someone be more i think if you give them bullet points they'll be more natural and they'll be less nervous about memorizing and, you know, hitting all their lines. And they can just kind of remember to hit the bullet points that you give them. I think that's just best for, for any young talent to do. But And, like, Level Up, it's on Peacock. It's not on any kind of network. It's not on national television. You can just kind of really work out stuff there. So I I kind of hope – I'd like to see them do that. But, yeah, it's also Ruka. She's coming to the the – excuse me graduating to um the nxt soon and like i said she, like i said beyond looking like a million bucks she's just a freak athlete man and if she can find the passion for pro wrestling sky's the limit for her and that's the key with all these talents a lot of these um these these athletes that didn't go through the indie ranks you know they weren't dreaming of being professional wrestlers they, you know, decided to just do something in athletics and keep making money at it. And, and, you know, giving wrestling a shot, right? Here, you know, in the, in the, the big, you know, in the biggest wrestling company in the world today. But I'm gonna tell you, like, like these athletes have so much potential. But like I said, the key is the ones that are gonna find the love for pro wrestling. Those are the ones that are gonna stand out. Kiana James, she does like a lawyer gimmick. And 
I think that's going to be kind of modified. You know, it was kind of, it was the previous regime's idea and it's something for her now. There's no need to rush her through the main roster and like that. But, you know, the gimmick's fine for now, but eventually you can kind of modify it and maybe go away from it. Kind of like they did with Wendy Chu. She's you know, no longer be wearing, going to be wearing pajamas and slippers out there. She's going to have regular gear and she's still be Wendy Chu, and, but she's not going to be falling asleep on the top rope. I and mean, that's what I believe that's what it's going to happen. We'll see. But I, I, I don't think so. I think she's just going to be Wendy Chu, the wrestler, and she's a, a superstar, you know, in the make. I, th- I just think Wendy Chu is one that a lot of fans, a lot of young female fans could really like get behind and, and it, and cheer for i just think she has that that connection to the audience you know you just want to root for her so but kiana jane i saw her she wrestled a, a match on uh nxt i think it was two weeks ago and i was like oh okay i've never seen her before and again the athleticism just like wow amazing uh she has this uh assistant who they don't even give a name on the television but her real name is giovanna Ubrino, and I was like, who's this girl, right? Like, who's this assistant? She an NXT contract person. I assume so if she's on television. So I looked her up, found her name, did some research, and she's like a, you know, a jiu-jitsu girl. And she's stunning, right? And I'm thinking, like, she probably is probably the most stunning person on the roster. So right now as the assistant – it's a good position for her, right? Then you start working on her on matches, and maybe you don't have her on level up because there'll be video of her. But maybe you start having her do stuff on the coconut loop only. That's the only time you see her wrestle is on the coconut loop. You don't see her on level up, so she's not exposed. And and uh, you know, I think that's a good call, good place for her. You know, and then also again, NXT UK women's talent that's come over Blair Davenport, uh, tremendous character look. I mean, she's mesmerizing, honestly. Like, when she comes out, I think the whole presentation of her is tremendous. My daughter, Chloe, was like, who's that when she came out? Because it just, she catches your eye. Uh, the, uh, who else is, uh, you know, Al, Albi Fi, Alba Fire, former Kaylee Ray. I can't call it Alba Fire. It's Kaylee Ray, people. But I understand, you know, she's not going to sign her name over. That's her name. And they want they want to own a name. I wish they could. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she Alba Fire just this isn't just flow of tongue for me, but she's awesome and she's one of the best women wrestlers in the company, in my opinion. Her run in NXT UK Women's Champion was great, a lot of really good matches. Um, Miko Sadamore is there, I don't know how long, we'll see. Um, but as she's already just her on the on the show adds so much quality to that women's division. Last week, her match with Roxanne Perez, the former Roxy, the former ROH champion, um, was fantastic. It was the exact match that should have been, where Roxanne is this young, very young athlete going against the legendary veteran and hanging with her, getting near falls on her. And she comes up short, but like it, but it's Roxanne Perez lost, but at the same time she, you felt like she won because she was able to hang with the legend. This is a simple booking when you book young stars versus uh, the veteran. It's just an easy story to tell. It's, it's uh, you know, they, they, the young, the young, the young up and comer gives gives their all against the the veteran, and it boom, instantly over, right? Instantly you, and she, and Roxanne Perez is just. Again, just like Wendy Chu, another one for people that can easily connect with, especially young girls. That's the key, you know. You know, getting the younger viewers to 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 become fans. And Roxanne Perez, like, could be a hero to a lot of young girls, just like a Bailey was to a lot of young girls, or um, you know, Sasha Banks, etc. Like people do would just love love Roxanne Perez, and they and you can tell this crowd's going goes nuts for it. They went nuts for the match. I was like wondering if this match was gonna get ruined by like interference from Cora Jade, and she did come out. She did do some shenanigans after the bell, but at least she didn't ruin the match. And then we got a finish and everything, which I liked. 
And but damn, there's one I just just one like, speaking of Cora J, just one girl. She's one girl I just don't. I just think she's with this influx of this these these athletes and the women from NXT UK. Like I don't know how long Cora J's time is and as a future talent, in my opinion, her just work's not that good. Her character, I just cannot get into. It's almost it's go away heat. It's I feel like if I you know it's now when she's on the screen, I want to look at my phone and not pay too much attention to her. Um, so I don't know. I just she just does. I can't connect with her. And when the bell rings, it's you know it's it's a tough it's a tough. <laughs> It's a tough job to get you know get a match out of her. You know she's just awkward and and footing footworks all over the place. I, so I'm just I'm not into her. A Tiffany Stratton though, I've seen some great improvement from her. At first you're like yeah, you know obviously very green. And I, when I took some time off from NXT watching it, I came back and I saw that match with Wendy Chu and. It got a little silly with the stupid Legos. That was dumb. But overall, though, I thought her Tiffany Stratton really stood out. And you could see the improvement in her. And she's such a freak athlete, man. Another one with Kiana James and Sol Ruka um, and Ivy Nile. Like, holy shit. Like, you know, uh, another one, Tatum Paxley, too. Like, this roster, this women's roster is just exciting. Um. You have Zoe Stark there, who's still you know young and and uh, had a a great match with Mandy Rose. I that was my favorite match on that was a Heat Wave. Yeah, that was my favorite match on Heat Wave. I I really enjoyed it. Um, Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction, uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Chan. I think they just appeared on SmackDown tonight. As I record this, this is Friday night, and I think this act. Probably will, you know, they'll probably stick around maybe to WrestleMania next year, maybe, or maybe not. Um, but I think that the act Toxic Attraction goes up together, and we got to talk about Mandy Rose. I mean, a lot of people were down on her, versus they're really high on her, like next to Stratus, all that kind of stuff because of her look and everything, and. Then she, you know, was featured here sometimes and stopped, you know, back and forth on the main roster with her. And then she goes to NXT and people were kind of like, oh, she needs work. And that's what, well, that's what it's for, right? Like, that's what, you know, it's a good place. The good thing that WWE has is they can send someone to find their character, get better in the ring, work, you know, work on something new. And, you know, Mandy Rose has. You you know, you, you could, you could, I, from just... From the time I stopped watching NXT to back now, like you get, I seen rapid improvement from her. Having that really good match with Zoe Stark, uh, holding her own in that three way with Blair Davenport and Miyako Satomura off the premium live special they had, uh, the Worlds Collide. I don't know why I always keep forgetting what the name was, but on Worlds Collide, um, you see, like she's putting in the work and it, it shows in her matches. Uh, there's one, there's a, along with Corey Jadis, there's another act that I just, I won't miss them if they were gone. And that's Katana Chance and Kaden Carter, the, the current NXT World Tag Team Champions. They're just too cute. I'm not saying just, I'm talking, I'm talking looks, I'm talking about in the ring. Like they do all these convoluted and overly choreographed spots. It, and it looks just like practice. Like they're just, they're just, it doesn't feel natural, right? Uh, it just it looks phony when they wrestle, and they've been there for a while. I think get good reactions there, but I don't know. Like, like what 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 else can you do with them? You know, when they're wrestling uh, Nikki Cross and uh, Piper Niven. Sorry, I won't call him Nikki Ash, and I won't call call Piper Dewdrop. I'm hoping she becomes Piper Niven again. Um, you know, I was hoping for a tag team title change. Maybe we'll get that again, but soon. But um, it's, I just, I'm sorry, Katana Chance and Kaden Carter. I just don't, 
I don't get though my my old my daughter Chloe did was into him. She liked Kid Carter's green eyes, and she you know so she was, and they're the good girls, so she was cheering him on. But I just I just don't see it. I I rather focus my television time on you know Albie Fire, uh, Ivy Nile, Tony Stratton, Tatum Paxley, uh, uh, Kiana James, Blair Davenport, like anyone else, like. Then these girls have been there forever, and I, I just don't see any improvement. They they just they still wrestle. Sam, I thought Katana Chance, Casey Cannizzaro, the former Casey Cannizzaro. I thought she had a potential to be a major bay face, but I, I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I I don't think you want to. I'm not gonna blame the booking because you guys said, well, they don't book her. Like I think they. There's a reason why we she wasn't featured so strongly before. And the only time she ever got really featured was with this, you know, the John Laredis regime. And this is, and they're still, they're still featuring. They could have quickly did the, the belts here, but I think, I think getting the belts on someone else would be better. And I don't, I don't know if they're trying to set up, uh, who was it? Uh, Keon James and, uh, Ariana, I think Ariana Grace, which is, uh, Santino Morello's daughter, I believe as a tag team or is that Tiffany Stratton maybe in Arian Grace as a tag team um so we'll see where that goes with that um uh, someone that's kind of like she's on television but I don't think people talk about how good she is and that's Fallon Henley like she's a really good talent good bay face fire uh has experience can work has just uh, a connection that you you know with with the audience they 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 really go crazy for her and she's one of the, like I said one of the better girls on the roster currently but she's kind of like as like the second to the Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs and but I want to see her in there more in the ring because um, I think she could be a she can she has potential to be a future NXT Women's Champion um, and. So, I haven't even talked about I haven't even talked about Nikki Lyons yet. You know she has that funky charisma with the audience; they love her. Ivy Nile is a project. Uh, you know, I want to see her get a kind of an edge, a killer instinct. Like she makes a mean face, but I want to see her really get into it. Like I kind of like when I watch her, and I love her athleticism and I love her look. She has a tr- cool look, but when I look at her, I don't. I'm not intimidated. I kind of think like, man, I feel like she's like the nice, I could be like one of the nicest people in the world. I don't know her, but I feel like, I feel like I bet she is. She's probably just the sweetest. She's probably like a sweetheart. That's what I get when I watch her. And, I, and she's not, she's the heel, right? I'm supposed to be like intimidated by her. Um, but maybe she's a better baby face. Maybe that's just going to be natural for her when she, when she finally turns or I don't know, I guess I don't know. All they baby faces now, diamond mine on that. So she kind of like, comes off as a heel still so i'm kind of i'm kind of i'm kind of confused on that but not confused on her potential and it's it's uh it's pretty big um valentina faraz and ulissa leon um valentina faraz i think is has a lot of potential but she's a a longer project as well you know the uh, jiu-jitsu black belt and um i think she has fun charisma and I think she can kind of combine that jujitsu and especially like it, with her style of wrestling, make it to where it's really exciting, get through like these holds, get into these submission holds in all these unique different ways. I think, I think she can really stand out that way. Lisa Leon, I, I don't know. I haven't really seen too much of her. Nothing really stands out. Um, Lash Legend, ugh, the Poor Lash Legend. I think the stuff with the talk show still just, just is on my mind when I see her. And I just was one of the main characters like that was the main reason why I just bailed out NXT. So she did have a match recently on television. I saw some improvement there. And she's a she's a, a tremendous athlete. And she's freaking beautiful. Um I just I, but she's a long project as well, and that, that's again. I, I mean, I don't even know she should be on television. I think she should be, you know, if you're gonna put her on any kind of television show, you could level up is perfect for her. 
and of course the coconut loop is is where she needs to be and work and um get her reps in uh, amari miller she was i think she had a, an injury she hasn't been on tv for a while i think and when i saw her i wasn't really that impressed by her so um, there might be some other women I'm kind of I'm missing, but I kind of wanted to focus on the women's NXT women's division because I was that's I just kind of started like it was weak, got a little weak for a while, and I think they really replenished the ranks with some some really good quality workers like Alby Fire, Miyako Satomura, uh, 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 Fallon Hanley, Zoe Stark, uh, you know Blair Davenport, and then you got Wendy Chu, excuse me, and then you got like. All these great young athletes, the Ivy Niles, the Sol Ruka, the Kiana James, uh, Tatum Paxleys, and and just just it feels like a really exciting time is is back with NXT. The ratings have improved, nothing gangbusters or anything, nothing, nothing you know, but improvement each and every week, the last few weeks. So that's that's a great thing because I think. The fans are probably just like me. There's a lot of fans that were watching, like really enjoyed NXT, and then kind of got ran off for a bit when they saw the goofiness, the Lash Legends talk show, and um, whatever the hell they were doing. You know, I probably just blocked out my mind. But and now they see this NXT UK talent that's coming over, adding quality to the matches. The booking is more solid it's back to just the booking that we enjoyed in nxt black and gold days so really really excited about nxt and i really want to talk about it with the with you guys and i want to hear your thoughts um i i just i'm getting that vibe again i think you know, a lot of people are like you know don't like the colors the bright colors i like the brightness of the arena i like seeing the fans and the audience um that's one thing i just just drove me nuts about nxt black and gold it was so dark um you couldn't even see the fans in there and then that cages around it i mean i understand what they're going for but i did like what they decided to do open everything up show the audience brighten the place i I love that and i they could still keep it bright but still be back to black black and gold and I think for you know this coming up this this week coming up this Tuesday coming up it's going to be the one year anniversary of the NXT 2.0 brand, and I'm going to say you just still do a hard reset, right? You don't you don't you don't do a hard reset and just change everything all at once. I think it's a slow progression. I bet you anything we're going to see like a new opening. Maybe when you see new colors, the how the, how it's presented a little bit, you know, because it's a you know. One year anniversary, September, starting a new season technically. So we'll see some changes. I think we'll see just minor changes all the way to WrestleMania. I bet you anything out there at WrestleMania, you'll see almost NXT UK back to black and gold. Bring back the brand TakeOver. Um you don't have to have takeover every show, like every special event is gonna be a takeover. Like make takeover the the WrestleMania special, right? Uh, I like the ideas of the taking the properties from WCW, ECW, and you know using it for NXT, Halloween Havoc uh, coming up next month. Uh, I like Heat Wave, you know. Great American Bash. I love that shit. Like that, that's cool. You know, I, I the only one I don't want them to use is Starcade. Don't just don't use Starcade, please. Don't just don't. Uh, but yeah, so I like excited for NXT, and I hope you are too. And if you're not, and you're thinking like, eh, I don't know, LaRocca, I you know, give it a shot. You know, give it a shot. You know, go back. You go on the Peacock. It's up there now. Watch last week's episode. I think it's a good show. To get back into anything. Actually, I mean, the main starting point should be Worlds Collide. And that will give you a look at what NXT is going to be going forward. Because it's going to be, you know, this the best of NXT and the, the best UK talent. And there's more to come. <laughs> that they haven't even, debuted, you know, showed up on NXT yet from the UK. A lot of really good talents. Um, they, could, they couldn't bring everyone 
and you know, but who's coming soon? It's gonna add great quality show. Let me just tell you. So, thanks for listening to Take Home Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode talking about NXT. Um, again, send me your thoughts. Hit me up on Twitter, Laraka JL. Uh, let me know if if you think may I may I'm just may I'm just uh, just dreaming right now, or do, are you with me? Are you like, hey, yeah, I, I see what you're seeing in this. Uh, NXT again. I see where it's going, and it's going to a positive direction. Or you think it's the the rug's going to be pulled from out in front of us? I'd like to hear your thoughts. Everyone, have a great weekend and be safe. Take care. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.